You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. So why Marriage Minute? That's a great question. I think a lot of people, young people, seasoned married couples, we found were struggling with just kind of the everyday practical application of a lot of the marriage advice and counseling that they get out there. And we've been through a lot ourselves. So we felt like it was best to kind of put something out there that we have walked through ourselves and share our experiences because we know that it can help other people. Yeah, that's a great that's a great um, intro into why we want to do Marriage Minute. Um, for me, uh, one of the things that's always been on my heart is as, as we were coming through some challenges in our marriage, it was always my heart to want to change the cycle. Right. Change the cycle of uh, what our children were seeing. Right. Because I knew that uh, God had brought me through a lot of unhealthy behaviors, Mm -hmm. a lot of challenges in my life, um, doing things that were, uh, in many ways, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like detrimental to... Well, detrimental, but... um, it's almost like self-fulfilling. That's not the word I'm thinking sabotaging? of. Sabotaging? Thank you. It's like <laughs> self-sabotage. I'm, I'm doing things that are not healthy, that are self-sabotaging, you know, how I do life, how I do life with you, how it affects our children. And I think that the healthier we got in knowing who we were in Christ and the, the more that we focused on God in our relationship and in our marriage, we understood and were able to see how unhealthy mm-hmm. we really were functioning because until then right. we just didn't even realize it. Yeah, so you know, the biggest thing that I said and uh, before, uh, I think I shared this maybe on our first live stream broadcast, which is why we want to do this even on our first podcast is to lay a good foundation. But, you know, I always thought about, you know, you want to do better for your kids. You want to leave better for your kids than, than what you have lived. Mm-hmm. Um, we want life to be easier. We want things to go well for them. And for me, I, I mostly thought about that from a financial standpoint. And, you know, I wanted my kids to have more, be more, right. do more, all of those things. And so that was the mindset that I operate, operated from. But as we became healthier in Christ and Jesus was helping us to be transformed into to new people, mm-hmm. you know, in his word, he says, uh, he says to us in his word that he came to make all things new. And so we're new people. Right. Um, the old is gone and the new has come. And so I wanted our children to experience that. Right. I didn't want them to be stuck in unhealthy behaviors, and I wanted to break the cycle uh, that I was living in for them uh, because ultimately I wanted to see a different legacy for them. I wanted to see a a lasting legacy that not only we could be proud of, but that would have an impact upon our children and their children. Right. Um, So that's that's a big driving force behind why we want to do marriage minute, is we want to see um, generational impact. Exactly. And I don't think without us being open to being born again and accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and really being humble, or being humbled, I should say, Mm -hmm. through, through that process, that we would have even thought about what we were leaving for our children because you're leaving a legacy of some sort. So it's either positive or it's negative. Mm -hmm. And thanks be to God that we were able to 
set ourselves aside or die to self, if you will, and be able to hear what others are saying to us to really look at what Jesus was wanting us to do and how he was instructing us to handle our children mm-hmm. biblically. Yeah. And to handle ourselves. I mean, the question that I think we ask our listeners today and we've asked ourselves is, what do you want to reproduce? Yeah. Um, if you look at your life, and again, we're not trying to be negative here, but again, we're trying to bring this about for encouragement and, and for the positive and for your good. But what are you reproducing? If you're reproducing, you know, turmoil and... Uh, anger I mean, and trauma and trauma. resentment right. and bitterness. If if that's what you're produ- reproducing, because it's things that you've struggled with, we've mm-hmm. struggled with in right. our life, right. that you're going to end up reproducing that in your children. And so you have to take a look. You have to take an inventory of your life and um, be honest with yourself. Right. Look in the mirror. That's not always easy to do. It's not easy to do. It's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, who really am I? And what am I doing? How am I doing? What am I reproducing? Right. And a lot of the how we are doing things and what we're saying and how we're behaving and acting in our marriage and toward our children, it has a lot to do with what we experienced growing up. We, we talk a lot about that in our Marriage Minute episode, live broadcasts. Uh, a lot of times we bring up just what we've experienced as mm-hmm. young children and right. what we saw growing up, we, what we saw our parents do. Um, we can't stress that enough that it's not a negative on what your parents do did or what our parents did because mm-hmm. we've we repeated that cycle just yeah. like they repeated a cycle. So this is not a blame game, but it's an awareness and an accountability and taking responsibility and understanding that hey, we can make a difference for the positive in our children's lives and in their children's lives instead of just doing the same old, same old, same old all the time. And I think the key word you said in all of that, I mean, you said many great things, but (laughs) um, the the key word that I picked up there was awareness, right? It's not about blaming. Yeah, it's not. It's not about blaming. It's not about blaming. It's not about... um, you know, not honoring our and our parents in any way. It's always being respectful of our parents. That's right. And it's not being a victim. That's so because true. you know, I've had the mindset in my life that I'm 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 a victim, mm-hmm. and so that's a very unhealthy behavior to live in. Because then you take no personal responsibility for any of your actions. It's always mm-hmm. somebody else's fault. Mm-hmm. And so you know, if we take that viewpoint. You know, as we look back on our childhood and parents and what maybe we learned from our parents behaviorally, some things healthy, some things unhealthy, we can take that mindset and that position that, you know, we're a victim to our circumstances. Or we can say, no, I I can actually overcome this um, by the power of Jesus Christ and his transforming, transforming power working in my life. I can actually be a different person Mm -hmm. and I don't have to be a victor, a victim. I can be. Uh, an overcomer. That's right. And I can have victory in my life and I can leave a legacy that I can be proud of. Right. And and what we're speaking about here is making a choice, right? Mm-hmm. You have a choice mm-hmm. on in how you're going to behave and how you want to uh, treat your children in order to set the example for them. Mm-hmm. I have a choice. 
I think when we were early on in our marriage, as we said in um, episode one of our marriage minute, um, you kind of went to the silent treatment, right? You just kind of hold up and you may not even have been aware that that was a negative thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe in your eyes, it was some form of I'm, I'm keeping the peace, right? But what that is, is a false peace because you're really not speaking your truth and your opinion and we're not learning to work through things whether it's behind closed doors or in front of our children to impact things positively. Right. I would turn to anger, you know, because I saw that growing up. That was an emotion that I uh, easily and quickly learned would keep people at bay. Uh, helped me to guard myself, so I thought. And um, that was where I went. So the combination between me and you, you're going silent and I'm not. I'm voicing very strongly my mm-hmm. opinion or, or at least my emotion at that time. Um, was just a perfect storm, if you will. Right. And if you don't see conflict, which I didn't see a lot of conflict in my home growing up. So, you know, you take, you know, your personality, you know, what you learned growing up, um, having anger and seeing the response of others from that anger. Um, for me, it feels like rejection. So, right. you know, right. if, if you're a person that struggles with rejection... You see somebody that's got a strong personality or, you know, they display anger quite often. You can watch, you know, facial expressions and tone of of voice and those types of things. And so when you see that kind of rising up, you kind of back down and you kind of go silent like, okay, is this person rejecting me? And you're just kind of waiting for it to go away. Mm -hmm. Not that it's really going away. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, as Donna said, it's a false peace. Um, and so you're not at that point moving any in any kind of healthy way, healthy communication, healthy relationship whatsoever. And, and you're going to have to actually talk through these things in order to actually break through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the challenge. And so how do we break this? How do we break this cycle? Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing is, is there's a starting place for this. Now, from... Where Donna and I come from, you know, our worldview is a biblical worldview. And so for us, our belief and our foundation is based upon Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And that is the, that is the starting place because we've seen Absolutely. Jesus help us, you know, through the relationship we have with him, through the word of God. Um, we've seen transformation take place in our life as a result of that relationship. And we know that Jesus can do that for every person. That's right. Regardless, he loves all people and he doesn't care where you come from, what you've been through, what you've done. He doesn't care. He loves you right where you're at. And he wants to help you become that new person that he came to the earth to do for all people. And I know we've talked about lately in our Marriage Minute broadcast that you can catch on Wednesday mornings, every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m., that it has to start with a heart change. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what we're talking about. When you give your life to Jesus Christ, he does something inside. He does something to your spirit, man, that and to your heart that changes you. And if you don't have that, then all you're doing is putting a Mm Band-Aid. You're learning techniques to deal with situations and deal with emotions. And it's not getting that complete freedom that you would have Uh, in Jesus had you not given your life to him. Yeah, so believing in Jesus Christ is the first step for transformation, to moving in healthy ways, to to moving in a healthy life and a lifestyle. Um, It's very important to start there. 
when when you give your life to Jesus Christ, the Bible talks about you know there's a um, there's an impartation that happens at that point when you give your life to Christ. The Holy Spirit comes. The Holy Spirit comes as a deposit on the inside of you to be your guide, your teacher, your counselor. The Bible uh, talks about this. And so that's an important first step. When you give your life to Christ and you say, you know, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins. Um, Please, Lord Jesus, come into my life and help to change me and mold me and shape me into what you want me to be. And so that's a place of surrender. And so when you come to a place of surrender in your life, that's when you're really going to see real change take place Mm -hmm. in your life. And then because we're talking about this right now from a personal standpoint, when you make that personal decision for Christ, it starts to affect your earthly relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. So it starts with that heavenly relationship, and then it moves to the horizontal relationships that we have upon the earth, including, the most importantly, our spouses. Well, and not only did I deal with anger in my life, but I, I was very prideful. you know. And, and one of the things, or even a second step to breaking the cycle, is, is to be humble and die to self. Mm-hmm. So you have to die to self. It's a it's a choice to to humble yourself and to allow others to speak into your life, others to help you see where you might be acting and behaving and speaking um, not in uh, good ways to your spouse, to your children, to others. And so I had to choose to die to self and to allow that accountability, mm-hmm. if you will to be there for me for change because when you are so sure that you're right all the time which is what i i felt like or felt that i was you're there you're not even open to Mm -hmm. hearing anything that is a opposite of that yeah because pride comes before the fall it does and it did absolutely so jesus said this now jesus was speaking about himself but he said this i think in john chapter 12 Verse 24, he said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it cannot reproduce. Um, And so Jesus was talking about his own life when he came here to earth to sacrifice himself for the sin of the world, for the sin of all people, so that people can actually be reconciled to God. But there's another application here to that grain of wheat. And as Donna was talking about, she's saying, you know, we have to die to ourselves. It's the same thing. We can be that grain of wheat also. Uh, we can be that thing that dies and falls in the ground and then starts to reproduce a new thing, a mm-hmm. new life. Um, and so that's a very important thing. And the Apostle Paul said that I die daily. So these are these are things we have to choose. We have to choose to die daily. We have to allow ourselves to die. We have to allow ourselves to surrender. And um, in John 3.30, um, uh, John said this. He said, he must increase, speaking of Jesus, and I must decrease. So we have to die to ourselves and our ways and how we do life and allow the transforming power of Jesus to come into our life and to teach us new ways to do life and do healthy ways of doing life. Mm-hmm. That's so that's right. a really important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, I think the other thing as far as breaking the cycle is we need to have blind spot detectors. And as I mentioned when Jesus comes into your life or you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Holy Spirit comes as a deposit on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit now lives on the inside of you. He's your teacher. He's your guide. He's your counselor. So he will actually guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. He's not going to lead you astray. He's not going to lead you into deception and lying. Right. 
He doesn't do that. He's actually going to help you become that new person. So mm-hmm. he's number one, your number one blind spot detector. Mm-hmm. But your number two blind spot detector is your spouse. Amen. That's right. You need someone in your life to actually see the faults in you that you can't see in yourself. Mm-hmm. We all have blind spots just like we do in our cars when we drive down the road. And we need somebody there to help hold us accountable and to help love us. It's hard. You know, when we speak about this kind of love, it's a hard type of love. Mm -hmm. But if we truly believe that the person has our back and they have our best interest at heart, Mm -hmm. and we allow them to actually speak into our life and be that blind spot detector, they're really loving us. They're loving us to life and they're loving us to health. Mm -hmm. And that's really important um, uh, thing to remember about blind spot detectors. Amen. Yeah. So setting the biblical example... Mm-hmm. is really key. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't want to set a worldly example. We don't want to take our cues from Hollywood or from what we hear on secular radio or anything like that, you know, or what you see in the movies. Uh, we want to set a biblical example. We are Our marriage minute uh, platform revolves around your life with your spouse putting God first. And so we, we make no mistake about that. God is at the center of, of our marriage and, and should be at the center of everyone's marriage. If you're not there yet, that's okay. Um, we're here to help. Yeah. But, you know, the biblical example is you reap what you sow. If you sow in mistrust and judgment and anger and shouting and all of that, you're going to reap that. Your children are going to reap that. And you're going to wonder why is... You know, my daughter Susie, so sassy. Well, look at me, you know, and right. uh, or look at dad. You know, you reap what you sow. Yeah, the funny thing is we'll use this example from time to time, like with our children. It's like, um, or, or you may see this with your own children. You call them, well, there's many me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a many me of, of my spouse. There's a many me of me, mm-hmm. um, that type of thing. So really that statement is true because they're actually living out whatever thing that you're sowing into their life. If you're showing those things that Donna mentioned, mm-hmm. that's what they're, that's what you're reproducing. Right. And so you want to sow in love and happiness and healthy, fruit of the spirit, healthy you know, ways really, to communicate, yeah. healthy ways yeah. to speak to one another, healthy ways to listen, yeah. uh, to each other in a better way. So all of those things matter because the Bible that is a that is a biblical truth that you will reap what you sow. Um, so it's it's really important. So it's really really about not settling for anything less. Really for our marriage, like why should we settle for anything less than God's very best for our marriage exactly. and God's very best for our children? Right. We should want that for our children and right. for their children. Right. We should. And, you know, Jesus paid for us to have the fullness uh, of life, to have a life of abundance and happiness and joy and peace and love, all those things. He paid a price for us to have. And like you said, why settle for anything less than what he's given us? There's no reason to to, to, to set back and, and finish last or finish in second place when you can actually have the best. Or or the and phrase finish first. It is what it is. No, it's not. No, it really isn't. You what can it is. make a difference. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <clears throat> and so really it's it's back to the last thing and, and which is the first thing that we mentioned at the beginning of this this podcast is it's really about leaving a legacy. We've got to keep that vision in front of us That's right. as we do each and every day. 
for you, for you, our listeners that are out there, you, you've got to keep, as you, as you move through and you are starting to deal with uh, unhealthy behaviors and, and mindsets and belief systems and all of those things, it's going to get hard at times and it's going to be challenging and your buttons are going to get pushed. But if you can keep in front of you the vision of, I'm, I'm changing my legacy here. I am changing. I'm breaking a cycle of how and the patterns that I've done in life. And it's going to actually be better, but I've got to stay at this. Mm-hmm. I've got to persevere until the new comes. Yes. And it will come. If you persevere, if you seek, you will find, the Bible says. And um, you will be victorious. You will have victory in your life. You'll be an overcomer. You're not going to be defeated. That's right. So we leave you with two questions. What do you want to reproduce? And what legacy do you want to leave for your children and for their children? That's very important. Yeah. Well, we thank you for tuning in to this podcast. Uh, You can send any and all questions to marriageminute at revivalnow.com. Yeah, and on our website, you can check us out there at RevivalNow.com. There's links to our podcast there that you can um, you can connect uh, with us. And we have a number of different platforms that you can listen to from Spotify to Google to Apple to a number of different podcasting platforms. And so we would love to get your questions and your thoughts about marriage. And um, maybe yours will show up on one of our podcasts. So please send those questions in to us. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you, and our podcast will be released every Tuesday. And catch us as well the following day on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for our Marriage Minute live broadcast. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com and send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.